So I started the um the Saturday job again. Okay, bet. So today was the first day doing that Saturday thing. First of all, I remember how much I hate working Saturdays. <laughs> that was the first yeah. thing. But um, I rolled in, and I guess they've been having an issue. And when I say an issue, I guess they had this this uh person that they hired for like a few days, and they have been the epitome of a horrible employee. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. When I say that, like, they're talking about how um the person is like is like the rude to patients, like oh, rolling man. their eyes, and I'm like, what? are they new? And they're like, nah, they've been in the game for a minute. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> they're literally wow. to the point that like, if they see the person's car, they're like, their whole day is fucked up, and I know that feeling. I've had that feeling before with a boss. You ever had that feeling with a, with anybody at work? Yep. That you just—you don't even have to see them. You see, you just know something that indicates that they're there. You're just like, mm. <laughs> yeah. I should have called in. That's why I should have did. I yeah, yeah, even in. though you know, like they're gonna be there every single day. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I was hoping—I was hoping that motherfucker was sick. <laughs> like it's—it's it's crazy. So they were like having issues and complaining. Like it's been—it's been horrible. So they were just very happy to see me today. They were like, "Oh, it's a nice change. Like having a good attitude and having fun and blah blah." But. And then uh, they hit us with a pizza party today. Oh, shoot. Not the, the we don't want to pay you more, so let's give them a pizza party. No, nah, she was doing it. Be- I Like, it was one of those. It was definitely one of the, um, it was our first Saturday. So she was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to buy lunch for everybody. I was uh, like, right, cool. Okay. Appreciate it. You know, thank you. First of all, it was Domino's. Horrible. Um, Damn. He, that I, I don't like Domino's. Domino's, horrible. I hate Domino's. <laughs> when I really? was in New Hampshire, yeah, when I was in New Hampshire, that was the only thing that was open. Um, after 9 p.m., like when I was in college, and you know, oh, college, we like to eat. Yeah, you know, we always eating and shit, bro. Domino's was, was like a revolving door when I was in college. Those niggas oh. came every like 15, 20 minutes. They made a killing off of y'all. Oh hell yeah! Like there was nothing else available. But so then, first of all, it was Domino's. So like I said, that sucked. Then it had like 17 toppings on it. I was like 17. Yeah, it was like peppers, <laughs> onions, uh, meat veggies this that i was like jesus i'm like whatever happened to the classic pepperoni and cheese like i, I don't know but then, if you're buying for other people like i would just i get the basics you know that's what i'm saying like i can understand maybe one like you know something veggie like pizza meat, yeah like a veggie or like a meat lover so i know some people who like that shit yeah and she bought three pieces i was like i bet and then me and a co-worker like i asked the, i asked the boss i was like hey so what kind of pizza she told me like this this and this and she was then i got this one because this person is a vegetarian and i'm like so just fuck everybody else. In my head, I was like, just fuck everybody else. Mm, <laughs> and then my coworker even said, was like, oh, like, yeah, that's disgusting. I just literally going to have, I'm going to scrape all that off and just have bread. Look, I'm telling you, these uh, vegetarians and vegans fucking it up for everybody. Bro. But it was like, <laughs> it was like funny because it was like meat lovers with, with veggies also. And then they had just like um, uh, a non-meat one. And then I was like, bro, but what about like cheese? What about pepperoni? Like, Shit, yeah. hooking it up. <laughs> the basic stuff. Uh, cheese is a like if you have a any type of gathering, you're gonna have pizza and you don't have cheese. That doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't. It's like, the basic like, pizza. Ex- yo, the definition of fucking basic, bro. Yeah, like nothing like, else. Either that, if you don't have cheese, you have at least have a pepperoni. Like yeah, what, yeah. Like, so like your go tos like. That's it. And then after that, you could be like, oh, hey, does anybody want anything? You know, there was no discussion. There was no, like, vote. <laughs> it was just like, here you go. And then the doctor's like, the, the boss is like, oh, hey, so um, don't forget to go eat pizza. We're like, me and my coworker look at each other like, yeah, okay, thank you. <laughs> the selection is Hawaiian, uh, oh. vegetarian. And the one with anchovies, like the most outlandish choice. Yeah, like not even like remotely, like remotely close enough to to be an option. So it was just it was it was annoying aspect, but it was a good day. It was like easy, quick. Um, the, the the boss had to leave early, so it worked out really well. So we pushed everybody up. So we got up pretty early, but then like I said, I stuffed my fucking face at Chick Fil A today. So shout out to Chick Fil A. Mm. They took care of your boy. Except for being closed on Sundays, how dare you? I know, I know, but <laughs> also too, their, their prices are atrocious. We bought all this. We bought. We didn't buy a lot of food. We bought a decent amount of food. It was like fifty dollars. I was like, nah. <laughs> so I was not too happy about that. And then my daughter, she gets a fucking cup of noodle, chicken noodle soup. 
Wait, you can get chicken noodle soup at Chick Fil A. Yeah, but what? Okay. Exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Bro, that's like that's like going to an Italian restaurant and saying, oh, "Excuse me," saying that you want a cheeseburger. Yeah, this just still makes sense to me. We talk all the time. We're like, but yeah. So it was it was interesting. It was an interesting concept today. It was just like, like I said, it, it's it's gonna be a long week because it was like a six day work week this week because I had. Friday and Saturday, I was like, oh. so I was, I was, I was agitated. I don't blame you. It's been uh, a hectic week for me as well, and it, most of it wasn't even because of work. It was just like too, so much going on. I, I like, as you know, I brought my oldest back to to college. That's right. Yeah, a couple Sophomore days ago. Year, junior year? No. Junior year. Junior year, crazy. Yeah. Right. About to be a graduate, but um. So I brought her to back to college. So that happens in like the middle of the day, anytime I do it. And then my youngest, oh, is really? kinda, yeah. So it's it's usually either some after I wake up, you know, because I I you know, oh, yeah, work yeah. overnight. So it usually happens around like either right before dinner or right after dinner, dinner time. You know, I eat early, so it's um. So it it happens somewhere in the middle of the day, but this time it was like around like four o'clock or something like that. So we did that. I had um, doctor's appointments in the beginning of the day. It, it was just, and it was like that for multiple days, just back to back, having appointment here, uh, go here. We have to do this, go there. We have a, a gathering here. It was just super, super hectic. Yeah. And then how about the Labor Day weekend was there too. So I know that probably like threw a nice little kink into everything too. Well, I didn't, I, don't know. I didn't. I don't really do much Labor Day. I, oh, I'm just saying, I, though, like I know, like people want to do stuff, so I know that's like with the misses, with the kids, and you know, oh, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, they. Um, I think they. She went over her. Yeah, she went over a family member's house. And... Yeah, I fucking worked like a like a mad like a madman. <laughs> yeah, you had a couple of DJ events, right? I had a wedding. I had a quinceanera. I had to build a shed. It was it was it was a weekend of multitude, that you know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, I don't know. It was kind of crazy, but welcome everyone, welcome, welcome, welcome to the magnificent world of the Dadism Podcast with the two sexiest men on podcast, podcast in the podcast universe. Your boy Jose, aka just just deliciousness. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> and my my co-host, the esteemed. Ben Hameen, a.k.a. Chocolate Thunder from Down Under. Yes, sir. You know, Daddy Long Stroke over there. So, he says it every week. As, is, as as the wife has expressed on Facebook, you know. It's so dope. She says, you see the Pringle can? That's what I deal with at home. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> there, there better be chips in that motherfucker, bitch, because I don't know what there better be <laughs> chips in that motherfucker. <laughs> so random, random, random subject. Um, by the way, I figured out something we were talking about earlier. I figured out what we can do. But anyways, I know okay. I'm gonna do it today and you'll you'll get it. Um All right. so really, really random. So I was talking to the missus, right? So she was telling me how she has to do a uh she has like a, a, a gathering, as funny as we were saying. We were saying gathering a lot today, but <laughs> she has a gathering um coming up with some of her friends. So we, we, we've had to come to terms and learn over time frame of how to make it work. Obviously, you know, we have our own, our own lives. So obviously communication is like really huge in what's going on. So we, we come up with this little thing. So we actually use this app. It's called koozie, which has been awesome, but um, yeah. Yeah. So it's like a shared, like like a shared calendar app. You know, she has an iPhone, I have Android. So sometimes Google map, Google calendar doesn't really work out very well. So we have this thing called koozie. It works out really well because I do my DJ stuff, you know, work, um, any kind of doctor's appointments we do for the kids, it just, it works out pretty awesome. But prior to that, we used to have huge communication issues. It was um, super annoying. Like literally, legitimately, we had to deal with like being things, you know, sprung on the last minute, or you know, forgetting like, oh snap, we do have this event or we do have this birthday, and it causes like just annoying amount of fights. I'm assuming you probably have dealt with this in the past, being with your wife for like you know 75 years. <laughs> Yes, yes. For seventy-five years, we've 
you know, had to learn how to organize our time together. But it's much different than you. See, you guys have, um, like, an org- an organized together thing. My wife is just in charge of all that, and I do what she says. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could What'd do you that. Say, I dear? Uh-huh, that yep. I give you credit for that, because I don't think I could do that. Like, I... <laughs> Not knowing what's going on or or leaving it up to my missus, I think, I think it would be so it would be so chaotic because she's like me being so social. She's antisocial would literally just mean like I think every post in the calendar would just say staying home today, staying home today, staying home today. <laughs> go to the grocery store, stay home today. <laughs> That's what I want my schedule to be. <laughs> yeah, because I I can't do that, man. I mean, like I got to be out like. You know, like uh, my plan for tomorrow because it's, you know today's recording on Saturday, which is a little out of the norm for us. We normally record on Fridays, but mm-hmm. you know we had some late dinners yesterday and all this other kind of stuff. You know, we, we were making money moves, money moves. I'm just gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna chalk it up as that, even though we were just waiting for Chinese food. Um, That's what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. So it's you know so tomorrow like we're having football. So football has officially started. I love one of my favorite seasons of the year, and uh, we pay, the pay, the Patriots play this uh, tomorrow. And like my son, who's four, he likes to watch football with us. So, or me, I should say. So we already have it like playing. We're like football, four thirty, some pizza, some wings, and we're just gonna, you know, watch football like men. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have my drinks. He's gonna have his juice. You know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> clinky, clinky, drinky, drinky. Well, unfortunately for me, I'm not into football. I'm not into. You know, it's weird. I don't know where where that shit went, but you know. I, I yeah, do. You're not into really into sports, anyways. No, I'm saying I've never been a, a fucking like fanboy or like watch on a, a a daily basis or weekly basis. I used to whenever there was like a, a super big event around football and like other people were like like the Super Bowl or whatever they have the finals of the NC uh, NCAA or whatever that shit is. The uh, college leagues i'd watch that but other than that no yeah no i've been able to watch um <clears throat> those kind of things so um really football was like kind of like i just got into it because like my boys like my boys brothers got signed and stuff like that so it was kind of one of those like kind of support so i had to watch it more and then i just realized how much i enjoy this like i played the sport for many years and then i realized how much i just enjoy it but so, you know yeah, it's again, war right oh it's it's, it's amazing no, no, no! It's it's war. It's 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 war games for, uh, for sport. Think about it. Hmm. Who would be the general? The quarterback. No, the coach. Ooh, I didn't think about that. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> the coach is, the coach is the general. The, the like quarterback is like a colonel because he's like number two. Yeah, it makes sense. Right? And he the colonel's overseeing everybody else. But it's it's a war game. You have people who have specific roles. You have like receivers, maybe that's like artillery. I don't fucking know, but it's war. That's what I like never thought about it like that. I I'm not saying this from any place of, of fact or anything. I'm just saying my evaluation of it is like if you can't wage war anymore because and you have that in you, like you're you like that? Because w- don't get it twisted. I know it's war is dangerous, but on the, if you can keep it clean, it's exciting. Like, oh, who's gonna win the battle? You know, it's it's like all the medieval wars we've ever seen. Yeah, it's like war war without without uh, weapons. Yeah, so I think I think thinking of it like that, and how obviously how athletic these uh, people have to be—they're essentially soldiers. You know what I mean? These guys run faster, lift more than I could ever even imagine, right? But yeah, that's what it seems like to me. It's like a a modern day uh, war game. It's I can, and, I can see that. It makes sense. So, but now how like so kind of back to like the main topic that we were talking, kind of discussing a little bit is mm-hmm. so how do you so you just deal with your communication with the missus like that, like just let her kind of take in charge of what's going on. Listen. How long did it take for you guys to get to that point? I should, I guess, I should say. If I didn't do that, we, I would be playing the war games at my house. That's what would be <laughs> happening, right? So, not okay. The issue is like I 
even though like I know it's worse because I'm older, my I've always had like a shitty memory. Like I I'll remember something. It's the ADD. That's what it is. But mm-hmm. but because of that, like I'd forget stuff. So I set most of my shit on timers. But also when my wife is responsible for certain things, everybody in the house can feel it. You know what I'm saying? What do you, what do you mean by that? Like when my wife is stressed about something or or uh, is concerned about something, how we're going to man, man, maneuver something. And you know when you broke, you have to pay a little here because you can't yeah. pay here, right? And my my wife doesn't deal with that well. She she, mm. she, uh, she kind of almost, not like cracks under pressure, but she lets pressure get to her. Well, yeah, we all do, but she just, I don't know. As I feel like as a husband, my job is to notice what's up with her and make sure that, I correct accordingly. You know what I mean? This so, is true. Right? So when I see her stressed about something, it, it it's like an open... I could read her like an open book. Same same with me. But um, so I like, okay, she's stressed. What what can I do? What can I do? Oh, I'm just worried about this. That, I'm like, okay. And then I'll situate it. No, we're good. We're all set. And they'll be like, okay. And then there's no more problem. And I'm like, oh, well, why don't I just handle this? And you don't have to worry about it. I'll handle all the finances. You just... I will make sure everything's paid on time by setting it up on timers, on auto pays, and all that shit. We like, and, and that just worked out for us. So I deal with mostly the finances and anything that needs to be organized or like, like oh, work like doctor's appointments, uh, where even uh, like the family events that we're going to do. She just keeps me apprised of when they're going to be, and I adjust accordingly. That's okay, all- I respect that doesn't always work in my favor. You know, you, you, <laughs> when when you give up control, you also give up your uh, your, right, your right to complain, you know, about certain this things. This is true. Yeah, because, I mean, I can imagine, like like I said, I mean, I think if we had, um, if I leave it to my wife, we'd literally be home every single day. And I, and I would just blow my brains out at that point in time. But, um, yeah, no, it, it, we used to have, like, some, some arguments here and there just because it would literally be, like, you know, she would hit me up with like, oh, hey, listen, it's like Thursday. She's like, oh, hey, tomorrow I'm going out with the girls from work. And I'm like, um, what? <laughs> you know, and for me, this the aspect was mainly because it's like, listen, um, I just feel like whenever you have an event, it just makes it easier for me to plan an event also, because then it's like we both don't have to worry about each other's time. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I don't got to worry about leaving you at home. You got to worry about leaving me at home. And it just makes it easier because then it's like we just get stuff done, you know, it's so like. There was one point in time that my wife used to work every other weekend, 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. Every single, like, the two Saturdays. Oh, yeah, I remember. I remember that. Yeah. So I, what I used to do is literally, they'll, that, that was my time. Like, you know, my daughter would go with her grandmother because the grandma wants to spend time with her. So we're like, all right, sure. And, you know, she wants to spend time with her. So I just, I would go do whatever I did for the day, whether it be hanging out the house, hanging out with my peoples, go to Six Flags or something, or go, you know, the only thing I would never do is anything that required me to go overnight. But yeah. I was always home by like 11.15, 11.30, just out of respect to her because I'm like, yo, she's been working all day. That's the only time that she gets to see me. So I'd be home, you know, she'd you know, do her thing, shower, eat if she wants to eat anything. And then we just relax and go to bed, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, so now she now now we're <clears throat> now we're both working some different kind of level jobs. And now the missus is uh, dealing with having like a social life, you know? <laughs> because <laughs> now she works like the office and you know the office life is definitely a little bit different than like retail or nursing home medical it's it's a lot different you know what i'm saying i mean those yeah. are things of people that you you kind of sit down and chit chat with more often and you're able to to go get a drink go do this and and you know you end up becoming like more of like a friend's kind of aspect you know yeah so we used to have to like we used to have the issues but it's been it's been uh, great shout out like I said to Koozie because it's been amazing ever since that like we literally like I can see like even she's gonna hang out with her like sisters for example like there's been times I'll suddenly see on my phone I get an email or an update and it's like oh hey I'm gonna go have dinner with my sisters and I'm like bad money and it's like in two weeks I'm like alright so I can reach out either to like, you or to some friends or even just be like no I'm, I'm not gonna do anything reach out to my cousins and be like hey listen we're gonna you know I'm gonna be chilling what you trying to do yeah hey, so, that, I, I, that's, that sounds good I've never heard of Koozie before. Yeah, I think I was, I think I heard, I found out from a patient and the patient was telling me about, um, cause we were talking about scheduling. Um, so I think it was talking about scheduling an appointment or something. And then it was old, it was an adult patient and they were talking about how 
oh yeah like we use this and we do that and we do this and then all of a sudden they talked about the koozie app and i was like oh really let me tell you i've shown people about it and people love it they say it's, it's been a game changer for them wow yeah just because it's something simple like if you're especially like in your case like you're not the one who does the planning so literally like the, the wife can just put a, an event in there and you'll get a notification you'll be like oh okay i know this is going on you know yeah what's it how do you spell it uh let me just take a look at my phone real quick because i know it's obviously c uh c-o-z-i so it might be cozy maybe not koozie and you have to pay for it no nah, it's free i bet Jeez. yeah the only thing you have to pay for is like if you want there's like a certain type of view or if you want to like add like certain features it makes it so you, you have to pay for it. i think it's like but i think it's like a like two dollars a month or some shit it's like yeah but, probably those things tend to be cheap yeah but i mean for what we use it for it works out you can and then you can add like friends and family to it all you gotta do is just give them like there's like a you can add their email and then give them like it's called like a shared password you can make mm-hmm. your own password as the account like the main person then you can do like a shared password and then that's it you give it to them and then they they want to add stuff if they're going to be like involved with you so where i'm actually doing one with my cousins my cousins uh have a uh we're trying to set something up so like one of them's coming back to the states so we're going to yeah. be able to all be like in the vicinity that we can actually like potentially hang out with each other but like make plans and stuff like that and be like hey listen i'm having this event like you know and then the good thing about the app is you can decide who sees what event and who doesn't oh okay yeah because you can literally click so like i have if my dj the mice is me and you can literally i'd be like okay well if i don't want the missus to see because it doesn't involve her i can just delete her like delete her check her off and then i'll i'll be the only one to see it Yes, and if you're going to schedule sexy time with the wife, you don't want everybody else to see? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I just, dropped, I just dropped the eggplant emoji and call it a biz. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't get to drop the Pringle can, but I can drop the the, uh, the eggplant, you know? Mm, I, I can't. I can't with you. Yeah, um, it's what it is, you know? It's, it's a, the issues of being my friend. Uh, well, um... <laughs> strange okay what about uh communication with your kids <sighs> my kids hide in hide in their room so my communication is a text message if, if i need to but usually it's a scream <laughs> <laughs> you just... but no, i mean i usually with them i usually give them like like a father daughter day kind of thing so that's what i usually try to do to try to get them like give them like a moment to speak or talk if they feel like it but nowadays like when it was younger when they were younger you know how it is when the kids are younger like they'll tell you about the whole world they'll tell you about shit that's like irrelevant to what's going on <laughs> yep but um as they got older it's just been like i'll text them and say hey everything okay you know but whatever i'll usually text them when like you know i'm not home i just feel like they feel more comfortable because like if they're in the next room over it's just like kind of a weird aspect but realistically it's like text like hey everything okay you okay kind of business and if not it's more one of those yelling out and just waiting for them to respond kind of business but not yeah. the screaming from room to room kind of shit it's that i'm screaming you come here you know i i wonder because it seems that you know i could be wrong but it seems like both of your kids parents on the outside of the relationship like they still you know do a good job co-parenting at the very least, you know, uh, to an extent, it take it took um, time. It's, it's not a it's it's not about that. It's what I'm saying is I wonder if it's harder because you have so much parental assistance, or if it's easier. Um, I would probably say it's a little bit harder because, like for example, like my my daughter who lives with her mom, it's a little bit harder because I don't know the day to day of what's going on. You know, what I'm saying like. I don't know what's going on in her day to day. Like there might be sometimes that I may go a couple of days without talking to her, maybe like five or six days, sometimes a week at the most. Um, Cause the thing, you know, life happens, you know, I try yeah. my best to talk to her as much as I can, but you know, the teenagers, they don't, they don't care to want to talk to us. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't want to hang out with us. They want to, it's more of just like a, I usually like check in, like I checked in with my daughter today. I saw her on Wednesday and I spent time with her. We, we had some, some dinner, we well no we had lunch i should say so we had lunch we um i went and got did her her appointment we went to have some lunch and then i brought her home but we spent some time together we chit chatted like on the drive to where we were going and then the drive home from the appointment and we chit chatted and talked and you know it was nothing major and um but you know it's the same thing just touching base and like hey how's it going everything okay at home how's mom how's you know her man you know just making sure like there's no issue so that's where 
it becomes a difficult situation because there are some step parents. I'm not gonna say step dads. I'm gonna say step parents that are just assholes and they treat their stepchildren as if they're what that is a stepchild when it's not a stepchild. You know, it's it, I know the label is a stepchild, but it's your child. Yeah, it's a child. You, if you're, I don't, I don't know, like dudes that get involved in relationships with women with children and decide to make that a permanent relationship you're also choosing to become a step parent. So like, I, I just, the way people, some of these, uh, I don't know, I'm spe- talking specifically to men. <laughs> the way some of these men treat, try to treat their stepkids is crazy. Oh yeah. You know? I've seen like crazy. I mean, you saw like that. Well, I don't know. That was a stepchild. I was going to say the kid in Florida that, the uh, Elion, no, not Elion. I don't know. I can't remember his name. Um, they did like, it was like a whole Netflix, um, documentary on him but um it was like a whole thing but yeah but it, it's it's crazy because even like i saw a post today that made me think about it and it was like teach your children to be to be good human beings and good friends because and show love because there's some kids that go home to no love mm-hmm. and it, it could be the parent it could be the step parent but it, it's it's an interesting aspect when you think about it like that yeah but i mean as someone who had a a, a crazy childhood i I do, I do remember, you know, a, re, my, a relationship I had, like a friendship that I had to help me get through a lot of the stuff. But I never really, like, talked about my my trauma with with him. You know what I mean? Yeah, but getting through a situation doesn't mean that you have to talk about the trauma specifically. It's just having that comfort. It's having that almost like that safe safe haven. You know what I'm saying? You're just knowing that like when you're around your that person, you can just chit chat, you can talk, you don't have to worry about like negative connotations coming from that conversation or from that event. Yeah, that's it. Because men communicate differently, man. Oh yeah, we <laughs> communicate through hitting each other in the nuts, wrapping <laughs> it up, you know, real, real friends, you know, homosexual jokes, you know, those kind of things. So, you know. It's, it's strange, sir. Very it's true. It's actually funny because I was watching a clip. Do you ever remember the movie um, End of Watch with Jake Gyllenhaal and um, yes, the, yeah, you know, you know what I'm talking about there with the police officers, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, it was Jake Gyllenhaal and um, what the fuck is his name? He plays Lewis in um, in Ant Man. Lewis in yeah, Ant-Man. yeah, the Spanish guy in Ant Man that uh, he's always like oh. he's the, the story. That's in the you know that's like the Ant Man and Wasp and the. When you say Ant Man, I'm thinking the first Ant Man movie. He was not. not in the fir- he wasn't the first one. As what his? As himself when he went to go steal the um, when he came out of uh, out of jail. Remember when he came out of jail because he went, he went to jail, came out of jail, and he met up with his boys and oh, they, okay. he lived yeah, there. Right, so he, right. he lived with him with with him and um. I don't know what else to... has that man been in. I, He's I been know. in so many different like movies. And... I, I recognize his face. I just don't. I feel like He's been in a lot of shit. Yeah. What did you say? Michael Pena. Michael Pena. That's his fucking name. It just hit me. I was like, I'm sitting there like, why are you talking? I'm like, what's his fucking name? So, (laughs) where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. So, the end of watch. (laughs) ADD. Um, The end of watch. So, what happened is there was a a section. He goes, you know, listen, I ain't gay. It was Jake Jail Hall. He goes, I ain't gay, but shit, I suck him off if you ask me to. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) So, Michael Pena goes, listen, man. I need to know when you're joking. And then I can tell if you're joking or not. And Jake Jill, I was like, I'm not joking, man. He's like, bro, you need to tell me if you're joking. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the kind of relationship like we, you know, it, it, it's, I know it sounds crazy, but it's like those relationships that you can be open like that and joke around like that, knowing what, you know, knowing that you guys are just playing around, it makes life easier. It makes, you know, it just makes, it just makes everything easier because it, it opens up that, that secureness and, even like me, like, you know, being Spanish and, you know, you and I, you know, you're black, I'm Spanish. I have white friends. I have Spanish friends. But, and we joke, we go into racial jokes, you know what I'm saying? Oh, and, man. And those racial jokes are just, they're the best. Like, yeah. listen. L- sir, you have never been racially profiled by your light-skinned kids. That is the most hilarious thing That shit I've must ever be fucking funny. Because <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot that technically, yeah, your kids are light-skinned. That's because they are mixed. They are light-skinned. Yeah, so my my half white children uh, refer to me as uh, the big black man, like they black. <laughs> as they say this, they say this in the house. 
Yes. I should <laughs> yeah. I can hear them. The big black man's coming. <laughs> They've literally said those words. Literally. That's fucking hilarious. The youngest is is much more uh wild with it, trying to refer to me as uh primates and whatnot. Yo, you're lying. I'm at the uh, you have to show her that you have to show her that, sil- that silver back and what it does. You know what I'm saying? That's hilarious. Yeah, I know. But as I was saying, like it's it's having that 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 safe haven. You know what I'm saying? Like within a group of friends, or even sometimes one friend. You know, people like they think that they have to have like 75 different friends to be able to communicate and talk and get things off their chest. It's like like you and I, like we have our gaming sessions and we just you know I know you hate it, but sometimes I just sit there and don't say shit, but because <laughs> I'm concentrated. It's that's what exactly what's going on. No, I know, um, I know. And but then sometimes we have we get into a conversation and we talk about mad random shit. It's usually random shit. Yeah, but it's saying, but the, the, and, and like you you said it yourself, like yeah, you've played video, you played you know video games by yourself, and you say the same thing. Like I say the same thing. Like I'm like I could play Call of Duty, but it's not the same as I'm playing it with you. Yeah, it's not. It's like when you're playing with somebody and you're talking shit, and you have someone to. J- that sees the bullshit you're dealing with, like you're like, yo, you see this guy with the grenade launcher? Are you serious? He oh, said he's in the corner again. <laughs> he's in there or rocket launchers, whatever. He's in the corner again with the rocket launcher. Uh, and the funny thing for me is like, I, I like it because I like to listen to you when you get hype and you start talking shit. It's fucking hilarious to me. Listen, <laughs> listen. I don't often have the opportunity to talk shit. Because uh, when I'm playing by myself, I'm usually getting my ass whooped, hundred <laughs> percent half the time. I'm I'm at the bottom, usually still doing good, and I'm still getting my ass whooped. But um, when we play, I have like a wide variety, a, a, a wider variety. So I'll have like, oh, this game really sucked. We got spanked, and then I'll have some. Oh shit, I didn't know uh, these people could suck as bad as they do. Games, you know? Yeah. So, I feel and it like it's fun. And that's what I say. Like, that's like our, our zone of like our cone of silence. Like we get to sit there and chit chat and like the girls know, the you know, my wife, your wife knows that like, that's our time. And it's, and it's good. It's just like, and then on top of that, we have this, you know? So it's like, we got at least like two moments to actually be able to like talk. And there's been times that, you know, you call me, you be like, Hey, listen, can I call you? And I'm just saying like, yo, I'm going to call you on my way home or something, especially when I have my longer drives. And I'm yeah. been, we just chat about shit and we just get a thing off the chest, talk about like bullshit. And sometimes it's about problems that are going on, and sometimes it's about just a random shit in the world. Wow. Hey, I have a question for you. All right, this is related to communication. All right, what do you think is, like, without getting too deep, what is uh, a surface-level conversation that was really hard for you to have with your your wife? With my wife? Um, Oh, my God. I can't even. Like, I, like, I, like I, I'm saying surface level because you know we could go real deep and then that would just be inappropriate. <laughs> no, no, I will have to say the toughest conversation I had is was when I explained to her. Yes, she explained. I explained <laughs> when I was Ricky Ricardo. Um, Lucy, I got some explaining to do. <laughs> I have some explaining to do. I guess honestly, would have to say when um. I felt at my lowest mentally mm. to be able to say that it was one of the hardest conversations I've had with her other than the, um, the conversation about anal, but whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't going to sneak that in there. All right, sir. No, 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 seriously, but it was, it was, it was a discussion about, um, you know, which now I'm on such which is, you know, designed to like help, you know, level out and everything like that, which I saw another post about that recently, which talked about people like, you know, people who take the, that kind of medication with other versions of it too, that kind of say like, it helps regulate them and makes them understand what's going on and how to deal with things. But I guess that was a conversation was probably the hardest because I was actually seeing um, a psychiatrist behind, I don't want to say behind her back, but without her knowing, like mm-hmm. I would have appointments and she had no idea what was going on. And it was just because it was like, especially during the COVID times, it was like the virtual, you know, like zoom kind of shit. But that yeah, was probably how you extroverts my... got it the hardest huh? during COVID. Yeah. Like if people don't realize like that's a way that, 
especially people of of I don't say my stature, but of my you know capacity, like I said, being the extrovert and being you know so social and just being all over the place is that is my release, and people don't realize like they they look at me and they go, oh my god, you're so weird, or you know they <laughs> like you're like you're so energetic, you're so and I say, but you don't realize like that's the release, you know what I'm saying? Like that is my release, like to get all this stuff out. Like sometimes I just sit there and I just start singing randomly, or I just blurt out random noises. Part of it again is ADHD, but it's just the the concept of understanding like that's my release you know what i'm saying and it was a very interesting conversation and my wife you know she has been in the medical field for a little while before like well, while we were together in the beginning and and even before me so she kind of like wasn't shocked by the concept but she definitely was just shocked that it took me a while to speak to her about it but i would have to say that would be like this episode has been very interesting. It's been like a like a roller coaster episode today. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because I did not expect you to go that way. I was I. Yeah, that would. I mean, I, I'm trying to think of like, you know, my wife. Obviously, as any husband will say, you know, she pisses me off at times, and I tell it to her face. I'm like, you piss me off at times. <laughs> but it's never, I never had that conversation with her about what it is like, you know. But those aren't things like hard conversation those are just conversations like you got to have them you know and i can say that we've been fortunate enough that it's been 14 years and we barely fight and some people are like well you have to fight and like like don't get me wrong like we may have arguments or little like tiffs that are like we're done you know what i'm saying but never to this fact that we're like it's seven days later and we're still pissed off at each other we're still arguing like i can never understand that concept but i'd have yeah, to say see, that I, I i've noticed i i don't have those pretty much anymore like yeah, you know, knock on wood. But um, the, as she I walks feel, in the background, starts looking out. streaks, and I'm like, you an eighteen wheeler can't stop on the highway. Listen, man. Sometimes you just you, you just gotta. They get up there, and some shit happens. Super Literally. random um side bit. I have to just say, remember I dropped you off the other day. I had Burger King mm-hmm. on my way home. Yeah, eighteen wheel will stop and real quick on that one. <laughs> He's like, oh, <laughs> oh shit! Oh my god! I just want to get back to the house. Oh my god! I never been sweating so much driving in AC. <laughs> <laughs> but my bad. So yeah. So what about you though? What would you say would be your your? Because you uh, you wasn't expecting me to say some shit like that. So I imagine now your 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 thought process has changed from what you were thinking about. I I honestly. Um, I, I, it's similar. That was a similar situation I had, but it, it kind of like, it came out in an argument. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, because, okay, after I got out of the, the military, I didn't realize it, but I had um, PTSD and um, I was dep- like, I think they call it separation anxiety or something like that. No, no, not, that's, that's, that has to do with kids. Never mind. But um, well, that doesn't do with kids. It just is with having being separated from somebody. Yeah, but it it wasn't from somebody. It was from something. Like so, when you're in the service, everything. I think I might have said this before, but when this, you're in the service, uh, everything is pretty much mapped out for you. Like you have a handful of paths that you can take, and that's it. Like you can be like, all right, you're a say you're a, a private in the military. You just get there. Either you can just work your way up to the ranks. You can change your MOS and work your way up those ranks, or you can uh, go to an officer school and work up those ranks. That's, that's the only options, right? Okay. And you, right. So when you get out after being, uh, having get uh, for sure directions on what you're going to do for like four or five years, and then you get out and now you can do whatever, but it's like, oh, do I go work at this fast food place? Do I go work at this clothing store? Like, I, I've i done a job. It's, it's kind of like how, um, remember in uh, the, is it the Dark Side of the Moon Transformers? The one where Sam and that blonde chick are together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, she's uh, She has like the job with the Yeah, with, with the that. Guy. Okay, you remember how when he was looking for a job, the way he, he was talking to people was like, I I saved the world twice. And you know what I mean? And now yeah, you want me yeah, to work yeah. in the mailroom? It's not, okay, don't get it twisted. It's not like that. It's not exactly like that, but that's the similarity. That's the most visual thing I could sh- tell you. It's like, I know what I was doing was hella important. You know what I mean? Yeah, compared to what you're trying to do now. 
Yeah, and uh, it meant something, and it was challenging, and you know, and I didn't want to stay because I didn't want to be away from my family. That's really it, because I had spent five years in the military, and I spent two and a half years away from them, and and my uh, oldest was born not even a year before I left. So you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, because her birthday is in December, and I left in November. You know what I mean? To, to go to basic training. So that, like, all that stuff, I know it's like big buildup, but um, all that stuff was weighing on me when I got out. Then also, like, we had saved up money, and I wanted to do something with a house, and I feel I wasn't getting the response I wanted from the my family. So I kind of gave up on that. I tried to start multiple businesses, failed at some of those things. So I was feeling like shit. So then one night I was hanging out with some friends I used to have um, that I, had to, I separated from that I'll get into one day. Um, friends I used to have, and I kind of like, I'm, I'm grown. And at the time we didn't uh, like, I'm, I'm trying to think what, to, yeah. Like everything was like good with the kids, like with my one one child. So my wife mainly... Uh, took care of my uh, my oldest when she was little. She brought her to work with her or whatever. So it wasn't like anything crazy for me to be like out overnight. Mm-hmm. But it, it wasn't something I've done a lot. So I was out overnight one day and I like it was like six o'clock in the morning. We were still up because, you know, I was producing back then too. So I was, you know, we were play- making beats and then we was talking and was chilling, whatever. Um, so I texted my wife. She texted me like, where are you at? I texted her. Oh, I'm still over here at uh, my friend's house. I'll, I'll be there in time to bring you to work or whatever. And then she like was flipping out on me. I was like, what Jesus. the fuck? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? And uh, it, a lot of that came from a uh, like when you come down to it, her not telling me that she felt some type of way about like men staying out all night and uh you know shit like i don't know just like underlying stuff like relationships that she didn't have herself but that she's seen other people have and these is behaviors that their boyfriends had yeah it was it was uh the whole women throwing all men into the same the same uh, boat yeah yeah so it was one of it was one of those situations but for me mentally i was going through it like i was really like just trying to grasp at this little bit of, you know, happiness I was having right now because I was, you know, obviously I, dealing with my childhood trauma, dealing with the, the, my me, being lost as a, as a man, you know what I mean? Like not knowing what to do with myself, uh, things not going as planned. I just, there was a lot of weight on me and I was feeling very mentally unstable as well. So then that was when that came out. And then I was telling my, my uh my wife that you know i was having you know mental health issues at that point and that was a difficult conversation so much so that i only could get the stuff i needed to say out in an argument you know so that was probably the hardest uh conversation i've had that like at the most surface level because i've had deeper ones that not necessarily hard for for me uh, to talk about, but hard to say because you don't want to hurt the other person's feelings. And you also have this thing where, and I'm 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 sure there's a male version of it, but the woman version is of it is like man tells woman he has an issue with her, she gets upset. Now man has to manage the upsetness of the woman instead yeah. of instead of addressing the point of what he was upset about. Now, that I'm sure that manifests itself differently from uh for men because like the tears is different than anger, you know what I mean? Like so a woman might cry and be like, "Oh, I'm stressed out and da da da." And now you can't like you get what you were talking about is gone. Yeah, but, it turns into a whole like I'm trying to talk about my issue, but it ends up turning into I have to take care of your issue now. Yeah, so and and that's, you know, that's shitty. So I, I always worry about having conversations like that with my wife 
I think a lot of that comes from uh, just me not wanting her to be unhappy. And obviously you can't control that, but that's like, you know, me, I don't know. That's, that's just in me. I'm a, a nurturer, I guess. Yeah. And it's okay uh, to be that. Yeah. Yeah. So I just don't want her to be upset. I want to take care of her, whatever. Well, she's, if I'm telling her about something that's going to upset her, now I'm apprehensive. Maybe I'll, obviously I'll still get to it if I have to, but I'm apprehensive. I may not get to it as fast as I should for my well-being. So now I'm depressed. You know what I mean? So that's, that's a challenge in, uh, Oh, that's a, a challenge for, um, you know, communication in a relationship, especially for men with, uh, you know, emotional wives <laughs> or <laughs> I don't know. There's some people that like even in my wife's family, there's some women that don't act nothing like my wife. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's all I'm about just, it's, it's speaking because so, I become that whole nature nurture what you let influence you kind of business. Yes. But you know what? It's, it's been uh, a little too depressing. I think we need some, some uplifting right now. Yeah. Cause you know what time it is. It's <laughs> time for dad jokes, dad jokes, dad jokes. Bye Jose. <laughs> okay. So I, I got, I got this, this first one here is a, it's more of a, it's a text response text. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So it starts off with, I tried donating blood today. Never again. Response, really? What happened? The response to that, too many stupid questions. Whose blood is it? Where did you get it from? Why is it in a bucket? <laughs> what? <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> that, what kind of fucked up shit is that? I would have those questions too. I would definitely have those questions. <laughs> Here's another, another like text exchange. The first computer dates back to Adam and Eve. Response, wait, really? Response to that, it was an apple with living in memory. Just one bite, then everything crashed. Mm-mm. <laughs> mm. Yes. <laughs> that, that is not a joke, sir. That is facts. That's all that is. <laughs> that is all that is. <laughs> all right. Hey, another one here. Again, another response kind of thing. When we are in online meetings, why don't you laugh at my jokes? But when we are in person, you do. Response. It's because your jokes aren't remotely funny. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, and ladies and gentlemen, on that note, that is dad jokes, dad jokes, dad jokes. Bye, Jose. You motherfucker. Uh, actually, you know, I have one thing I want to talk about before we close this out. All right? Okay. Well, I have my little segment thing that I wanted to talk to you about. But go ahead. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's a funny one, so it'll be a nice little fun segment. All right. Is, are we gonna close with that? Yeah, we're gonna close with it. We'll close it in the right. outro. Okay, don't don't forget it. All right, right oh, no, now I already got it. <laughs> okay, all right. I sent so, this to you. I don't know if you saw it yet. That's it. Oh, okay. Well, I'll <laughs> I'll check in a second. But I gotta tell you this, bro. Have you ever, um, you know, completely been like, changed the way you look at someone based on one belief they had? Facts. Is it what you were talking about? Are you were talking about yesterday? <laughs> or the other day, bro. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. I couldn't believe it. This is dude that. That I, I I knew from work, and we was talking, and we both into, like, music production and stuff. And then he told me that, you know, that he believes that the earth is flat. And then I was like, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I could talk to you anymore because I, that, that shit is bananas to me. Like, how, how do you believe that the earth is flat when all of the science, all of the, not, not, like some, all of the scientists believe that it's not. Like every single one. The ones that make our medicine, the ones that engineer uh, stuff, like the ones that, you know, uh, figured out how to make a signal, like a GPS signal go around the world, how to make a satellite signal go around the world. You know what I mean? All, all that those, stuff. All those photos and everything else that we have. But you believe anything that they say. Okay. Know what else he is? Christian. You believe <sighs> anything. You tell me I believe anything that they say about goddamn the earth being round. But you believe in, in Jesus. And you've never seen the man. 
But yeah, there's video and physical and proof that the world is round. I I don't know. Like, where does faith start and end, man? As far as the word faith, not like just religious faith. Like, I have faith that the world is round. All right. Maybe that's a new religion. The the world rounders. Uh, the, <laughs> the, the round earthers. Like the round earthers of America. Yeah, I'm starting that. That's me. That's me. I'm starting. <laughs> ben is the founder of the round earthers. Because how the fuck do you, in 2023 do people still think that the earth is flat? I don't. I can't comprehend that concept. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. Oh, shit. Okay. Hey, Eddie, we, we can't give it too much because they might they might come link lurking. You know, wait, I heard somebody say flat earth. Yeah. Oh, God. All right. So I sent you this TikTok. It's from my favorite podcast, Shits and Gigs. Shout out to James and Fuhad, Fwags and J Money. I am I am definitely a cult baby, but it's okay. Um those are my cult daddies, as I like to say. <laughs> So there's a there's a there's a, a question they were talking about which made me laugh and it was if I got bit by a snake. Oh, I seen it. <laughs> I seen it on I my neck. It. Are you sucking the poison out of my neck? You are dead, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you are dead. I'm sorry, but, man. But why? why? Are we... <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't gonna save your boy's life just to give me a little neck sucky sucky sucky. <laughs> <laughs> Just your boy up the next sucky sucky, bro. You are dead. As long as you just stay away from my earlobes, we alright. Listen, sir. Listen, just don't put your hot breath on my earlobes. We alright. That's gonna happen. <laughs> it's gonna happen. If I have to suck <laughs> blood or suck poison out of your neck, which and I want to point this out that that shit don't work. By the way, it don't work. It's been debunked. All right, that shit does not work. It's 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 something that they thought because you're not getting it all out. Like you're not getting it all out. Like, how hard are you sucking to get all all? Hey, listen, I'm, I'm just, just saying, saying. I'm, I'm I'm not complaining if you do it hard. That's all I'm saying. You know what? I <laughs> see right now. It sounds like you like it too much. I I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Oh, that was that was a little little random thing. So we're gonna we're gonna do. I think we should do. We're gonna start doing some. Would you rather or what would you do in the situation? I think that's a good way to close out with some fun fun. Yes, we we had to come up turns. with some. Some some good ones. But on that note, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. We're done. I'm fucking yeah. hot. I'm sweating in my room. I had to record in my room today. My balls are sancochos, so I'm good. I, I don't know what that is, but it sounds warm. It, it, it sounds it's, warm it's, and clammy. It's warm, it's warm <laughs> clammy, and a, and a little bit, like to say, I got a man pawn on right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Lot, All right. I've had enough. Paper. I've had enough. <laughs> all right guys and make sure you guys go follow us on all social medias at the dad is in podcast except except x where it's dad is in podcast no the make sure you put an s at the end of dadisms make sure you hit us up at the dad is in podcast at gmail.com if you guys want to have any conversations with us you want us to talk about some certain topics um yeah yeah do what he said i'm gone Ditto. he was talking about his balls bye yeah my balls are not sweaty <laughs>